how do we show that we ship it? <laughs> Welcome to We Ship It, everyone. Today we are talking about Giselle and Robert from Enchanted. Yes, these cartoon characters brought to reality to NYC stole our hearts in 2007. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. I'm Steph, and I'm Devin, and welcome to We Ship It. On this podcast, Devin and I gab about our favorite and not so favorite ships of all time. Indeed, we do. And over the course of season two, we have been exploring Disney and animated couples. Yay for thieves! Yes, love it. And so we wanted to pick a fun one that is a part animated, part not animated movie. And so where better to look than Disney's Enchanted? This film came out in the early 2000s, and I remember loving it as a kid because it was so creative for the time. I was just coming out of the Disney phase myself, and I love how it challenged the typical Disney narrative while also holding to the core values. I thought it was so cool. Yes, I love how it holds those core values.、Mm-hmm. And Robert and Giselle are so cute.、Mm-hmm. They balance each other out so well. And I don't want to give too much away.、Oh. But let's get talking. Let's do it. But before we do, I just want to give our typical spoiler alert. If you、mm-hmm. haven't seen the movie, we're going to be talking plot. So take that into consideration, unless you don't care, because I'm one of those people that really doesn't care.、Um, so, with that, let's begin our summary. Giselle is a pretty young woman who lives as a fairy tale character in Andalasia. She is one day saved by Prince Edward, who is in line for the throne once he gets married. His evil stepmother wants to stop him from ever marrying, so she does not lose the throne, however. Then they fall in love instantly and agree to be married the next day. On her way to the <laughs> wedding, Giselle is tricked by, his evil, by Prince Edward's evil stepmother, and she's pushed into a well that makes her go to the real world in NYC. So she goes from cartoon to real person. Giselle has adventures in NYC, New York, waiting for her prince to save her, always saying, I know he'll come for me.、Um, <laughs> it's so fun to see a fairy tale character come to life and have to grapple with that real world element. And that's kind of the, the charm of Enchanted. She gets、Agreed. rescued by a lawyer named Robert. He's a divorce lawyer. Divorce. <laughs> divorce lawyer. I'm putting together a blooper reel, I'm telling you. But okay. He's a divorce lawyer, and he seems to have lost faith in humanity. Over the course of their time together, they kind of fall for one another. And in the end, it's his kiss that breaks the spell of her being asleep, not. Prince Edward. She then runs to save him from the evil stepmother, which challenges the damsel in distress narrative, just saying.、Mm-hmm. Um, Prince Edward marries Robert's old girlfriend named Nancy, which I didn't bring her up before, but I thought it was an extra plot line.、Um, and Giselle and Robert end up together. This story is full of feel good moments and great music. Now, Robert and Giselle. So good. <laughs> Thank you, Devin. <laughs> but. Now, let's get to talking about Robert and Giselle. What are our thoughts? Let's get going. So, let's do it. Question one for Devin Is Giselle's true love's kiss fairy tale believable? Does this kind of love exist? Hmm, I'm torn here. Uh oh. 
See, I think she has something going on here. There's something electric and magical about love. There is, it's plain and simple. Love makes the human brain do crazy things. Mm -hmm. So I think she does have something working for her here. Love is powerful and I do think it. this kind of love exists. However, does that mean that I think that this, that with this mentality, there will be no hardship or pain Absolutely not. We do not live in a fantasy world and we have to face reality. Yes, we do. But I do think, I do think there's just something powerful about that true loves. And that means as a society, we need to understand the meaning of true. Um, there's that power in true love's kiss. Um, I think we need to reevaluate what we think about love as a society because I think we throw it in the trash too often. Yes, we do. So if we are to believe in this true love's kiss and this beautiful um, fairy tale, then we have to analyze that in our own lives, in a sense. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's possible, of course, to get that like true love situation um but mm -hmm. i think that giselle's a little bit naive in how she talks she about is. it i think that's she why is. like at first robert's like what the heck are you talking about one of my favorite <laughs> scenes is when she's like true love's kiss is the most powerful thing that exists out there i'm like girl like your head's up in the clouds but i love i love <laughs> her somewhere. optimism it's awesome um and clearly it, it doesn't work it, it doesn't end up working out from that like love at first sight situation standpoint because if you look at what happens with edward that's not her true love so i think that mm -hmm. says something in itself about who she was at the beginning of this film and what she believed True Love's Kiss was. In the end, though, I think she realizes that True Love's Kiss is much more powerful than she ever truly understood, and that's why it has to be respected in a different way than, like, I'm going to meet this person and jump into marriage with them. Like, right. But, but from there, it's even more, more beautiful, I find, because when, she, when, when it is proven that... Um, her and Robert have that true love kiss at the end. And it's literally proven, which don't you wish that like you could be told when it's true love, like someone would kiss you and be like, <laughs> oh, I woke up. So this is clearly my true love. But I think this is it. This yeah, is it, oh, guys. Okay. We did it. <laughs> it's proven. Um, but I, I think it's there's something to, like you said, that the true love's kiss situation. I don't necessarily mean like the kiss is going to change your life, but but oh, the, no. the person that you're meant to be with your soulmate um I think there really is something to be said about like true love and how, like you said, our world needs to reevaluate it because it's like sometimes it is a little bit disrespected in the way that we treat each other in our relationships and the way that we treat love in general. Um, so I really, really appreciate Giselle's perspective, even though if she is a little airheady at times, <laughs> a little bit, a little, just a little, just bit. a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to number two. The evil queen, Nerissa, banishes Giselle to a world where there are no happily ever afters. Is this true? Is our world too real to have a fantasy love story? I love this joke because New York City is the perfect cut scene after she says something like that. <laughs> Going into New York City after she says to a place there's no happily ever afters. Hilarious. Genius comedy. Um, but... Uh, no, it's clearly not true. And I think I think that's something that this movie show, so beautifully shows because 
they're putting a little bit of fairy tale in the world and a little bit of reality in the fairy tale. And they're showing how like those things can, can actually improve each other. Um, in a, to a certain extent. So when Giselle is dropped into the real world, it's her, it is her beauty, her inner beauty and her grace and like her optimism that is brought forth into the world that so often is just, you know, businessmen walking around in New York City. Void of it. Yeah, and it, it brings music and breathes life into it. And I think that that's beautiful. Like the this world definitely is is full of the fairy tale not not the fairy tale like typical ending but that's that's where we get fairy tales is the miracles that happen in the world mm-hmm. and i just really really love like seeing giselle's seeing her interacting with people on the street and making their lives better and how she helps that divorced couple like it's <laughs> we're about to get divorced and at the end they're like oh no we just didn't realize um I, I think that our world is not too real to have a fairy tale i think sometimes there are people who um don't allow themselves to engage in a fairy tale but it's it's all about the miracle of love itself in the real world so mm-hmm. what do you think Devin? So I think we all know the cruelty of our world. I mean, yeah. it's plastered everywhere we look, social feeds, on TV, the radio, etc. The harsh cruelty of our world has become a white noise to us, which is just sad to sad. see how We're it's just We're getting deep like... in this episode, Devin. <laughs> but we'll get lighter. We yeah, will. Yeah. Um, that being said, love is not impossible. In fact, love is what make what we what must... Um, hold on a little bit. In fact, love is what must endure in order to push back against the Mm -hmm. darkness. Our world is not too real for a fantasy love story. These stories are what give us warmth and inspiration Mm -hmm. and hope. And Giselle and Robert prove that with their their own love story, with their own story um, in general. I love um, how they balance each other. They're so cute. Oh, so good. And I love that he's a divorce lawyer. Like, that is just the funniest thing to me, that she comes into his life and, like, restores his hope after working with all these people that are just angry Mm -hmm. at each other all the time. I think that's awesome. Um, We'll get to more of their balance. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm getting there too quick. But next question. When we first meet Robert, he is pained by his wife leaving him and his daughter, Morgan. Do you blame him for not believing in fairy tales or even true love? This poor bloke. I feel for the guy. Me too. He has been torn apart, chewed up, and spit back out into the world. Um, His foundation essentially fell out from under him, and his hope has been squashed. Um, So no, I don't blame him at all for wanting to shut out anything that might delude his daughter's mind. Um, He wants Morgan to grow up and live a more realistic life, right? So... that way she isn't hurt the way he has been um that's his biggest fear is that his daughter will grow up in a world of fantasy and have to wake up one day and realize like it's not real Mm -hmm. um and i understand I, i respect that but that's no way to live your life either um just because it didn't work out once doesn't mean you still can't be happy and find Mm -hmm. love again um so Poor guy. I know. And like, do I blame him? Of course not. Like, I think that a lot of people follow in his footsteps in this way. And sadly, they never find their Giselle that brings them back to um, the true feeling of lovingness in one's life. Like, I, Mm -hmm. he's very lucky to have found that because too many people in our world, they get burned once and then they become like a machine of practicality and they can't open their hearts again to love. And I think that's why this story is so beautiful 
And I think that in part, this is why we see him in the relationship that he's in when it begins with Nancy, right? Her name's Nancy. I Mm-hmm. Um, but so he, he even says it at the very beginning to his secretary. Yes, we're very practical. Like our relationship is very practical. Um, he's never proposed to her in five years of being together. Like there's all <laughs> this stuff that like, I think it's very clear what has happened to him from the aftermath of the, right. the initial explosion of his wife leaving and then from there working for years and years and years in an industry that completely um, just oh, destroys, destroys and any, his any heart. Hope, yeah. Right? <laughs> and so um, I don't blame him, but I, I think, I think his story is some, is a story that a lot of people undergo. And I'm really thankful that he met Giselle because a lot of people don't have that, you know? So right. I think it's, it's beautiful. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. So we already addressed how these two are kind of opposite. So how do these two opposite op- opposite <laughs> How do these two opposites attract? Oh my gosh. I am such a fan of the opposites attract story. Like sometimes, <laughs> you know, with like when we were just talking about Ben and Ray, like you're a little bit too opposite, but um when it comes to Robert and Giselle, they're like perfectly opposite. They both have like this the first thing that binds them together, so I'm going to talk about their similarities. The first thing that binds them together is this love for Morgan, this love for family, this appreciation oh, yeah. for um, for the grounding of being a responsible parent and wanting to love the, the person in front of you. Um, however, it's so fun to watch them as they as they butt heads about things like at first okay well this isn't really how opposites attract but she has total trust in the animals that come and try to like clean his apartment and then when he when she has up, like rats in his apartment yeah, like giselle entirely has like a trust in humanity mm-hmm. and a trust in the good and the world like we talked about this on our princess episodes how the princess always um has this connection with nature like animals are always like flocking to her to her aid and robert like kicks him out of his house right away he he sees a rat and he freaks out because he he sees a problem and needs to to just fix it right away and that's his practical nature his oh my gosh there's a rat in my house but she works with them to get the job done and i just think that shows her ultimate faith in like everything around her which sometimes is a little bit of a bad thing um and then you kind of see that ultimate faith is challenged when Robert tells her about what a date is. And then later she's asking mm. Prince Edward, we should go on a date. And Prince Edward doesn't really understand like what the a concept, date is. Right, or, yeah. But she realizes that it's it's crucial to figuring out who your true love is. So I just love, right. you see a little bit of this practical nature. You see a little bit of this, like, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Like, um, I guess airiness, like lightness, like not, she's not looking to overinterpret things. She's just sort of like going out singing songs and all that. You see mm-hmm. these two opposites come together and just like create this perfect balance between the two, which I think is beautiful. Um, what yeah. about you, Devin? I love the scene where she's like expressing anger for the first time. Yeah, she's like, and she's excited. I don't know what this feeling is. <laughs> you make me so, it's so. so. <laughs> that is such a great scene because. 
clearly like in a relationship, it's not supposed to all be about anger. But for her, she's mm. never experienced like this range of feelings that everyone should experience. And right. Robert, even if like he is kind of a jerk in that scene, like he brings her to this understanding of the full range of mo- emotions that she has, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But go ahead, Devin. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, they both have some learning to do. Um, and at the very beginning, Giselle is quite the literal represent- representation of a good handful of the Disney princess yeah. stereotype. Um, in her fantasy world, she has never had to experience anger and frustration or heartbreak. I love it. So everything is all gumdrops and, and roses for her. Um, she needs to experience the highs and the lows of love and learn that life isn't always a fairy tale. So that goes back to that scene that we were just talking about with um, her just like realizing, oh my gosh, I feel it now. I know what this I is. I love how she's like giddy. It's the best. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, and Robert, on the other hand, as we discussed, needs to learn that love isn't meant to hurt, but to heal. Mm-hmm. And that if you do love someone, chase after her. Go get um, or her. Them. Um, but we'll we'll get to more about their ideology of love very shortly. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back yeah, to Yeah, so one of my favorite questions always, what is your top two or what are your top two shipper moments between these two? See, I wrote this so that we limited. I, I tried to, I tried there's to so force many. us. What are your top? <laughs> yes, I was like, focus on two. You mm-hmm. can do this, Devin. Mm-hmm. You can do this. <laughs> can you, Devin? Can uh, you? <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna try. It's it's kind of cliche, and I know you're probably already going to talk about this. But the dance. Oh, I wasn't gonna talk about, but but no, it, because I, you said uh, two. I have like forty in my head. Really. <laughs> That's one of them. All right, so I'm gonna jump into my all-time favorite which is that dance um Mm -hmm. it's just too romantic to not gush about it um i love the song so close i would listen to it all the time and how he sings the lyrics to her so only she can hear is such a small moment but it's huge for them um because she knows he doesn't go big to express himself so him sincerely speaking these words to her means everything and she like takes she's like this is it (laughs) <laughs> I love you. Yep, yep, yep. She's just so, like, she understands that this is him speaking to her and her alone, and it's hit from his heart. Um, because he just, he, like I said, he just doesn't normally go out of his way to express himself. Mm-hmm. So I think she really appreciates that even more. And, and the other uh favorite of mine is when they are on their date at the italian now you oh no never mind you didn't i no take go ahead go ahead ahead. Uh, they're at the italian restaurant and he performs some sleight of the hand magic tricks and she's freaking out is such a cutie and her (laughs) bubbly personality and reaction to his tricks is simply infectious devin's in love devin's in love she is another one of my listen Uh, i already told you guys about anne hathaway amy adams he's admitting this all on season two like he doesn't understand that i'm just gonna put this out there i'm not gonna hide it um i love that so my what are your favorites my one scene i thought you were going to talk about this one but you didn't Um, is their unspoken, unofficial first date, which is when they were walking through the city and singing the, how do you know that? (laughs) But so that is my 
favorite. You see his head bopping at one point. Like he doesn't even want to, but he he can't help himself. I love um, that song. It's so great. And I just, I love how like they're in that scene, they are so perfectly balancing each other out. Like he's talking about dates. She's talking about um, why you should have faith in love basically. And it's just a beautiful scene. Um, and then my other one, it's pretty much any time Amy Adams does something that he doesn't understand. And my number one like moment is when she, for the first time, makes her dress out of the curtains. The curtains. And he's like freaking out about it. And I'm just like, this is hilarious because I feel like in certain ways, like this is me. And- <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. I thought of this the entire time. I was like, wait a minute. We're literally talking about Steph and Tom right now. <laughs> and like, she's like making dresses. And then the one morning he like wakes up and she's like in the dress, like doing breakfast. And he's just like, oh, this is kind of nice. Like you made breakfast. It's like he slowly gets on the, the fairy tale bandwagon, which is like my favorite thing. Um, I love but it. But yeah, those are my top two. All right. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. All right. Moving on. Since we already talked about the song let's bring it back up again that's how you know is such a bop but does its message ring true should you have to show someone how much you love them um i don't know like if you so the way that she sings it is a little over dramatic she's like every day you should be doing this (laughs) you don't have to like send flowers every day but i think yeah it's important especially once you get into marriage like you kind of forget about that like romance that you had as like you know younger people Mm, that's true I think it's really important that younger people. Yeah, younger. I know I sound like a freaking wench or not a wench. I'm not going to say I'm a wench. Um, But so you do have to like show people that you love them. I think it is required. Otherwise, how the hell would they know? Like there is an element of just like knowing, understanding and having faith in someone. But I think also like. Right. That mutual understanding. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it is important to like go above and beyond sometimes. What do you think, Devin? So I have a little bit of mixed feelings. I totally understand where you're coming from and that necessary need for um, keeping the romance alive or whatnot. Um, But no, you shouldn't have to show someone how much you love them, but you should want to do it without hesitation. (laughs) Without hesitation and out of the purest love in your heart. It's just a natural desire to want to do something special for someone. It should never be, well, I guess I have to do this. Like it's one like don't make it a chore. Make it a thing that you want to do. So next question. Robert and Giselle both help each other with their respective relationships, but why are they still not happy? What are these relationships missing? Mm. They're not happy because they realize that the relationships they were in are meaningless after they've been with each other. Um, They know that their relationships are missing the spark and connection that they have. They understand each other. And they understand each other on a different level. Um, Nancy is a firm believer in fairy tales, and Robert just isn't about to sweep her off her feet like she wants him to. And Prince Edward just expects Giselle to Mm -hmm. love him and doesn't understand her newfound desire to want to go on dates and learn more about each other. He's just like, "What, what do you mean? I'm a prince. Like... We we talked about this he's before. Like you were going to marry me like a day himself. ago. Like oh, Prince, he's talking about how much he loves how I jump. Like he's always talking about how much everyone loves him. Mm-hmm. 
he has this like innocent um uh, what's it called like just fascination like he's innocently fascinated yep. with himself yep that's a really good way to put it <laughs> But um, anyways, Robert and Giselle just melted together so well, even though they are essentially polar opposites, as we already discussed. Um, but that's what these relationships were missing. They just they they weren't once Robert and Giselle were together. These other relationships kind of fell mm-hmm. apart in a sense, and they they didn't recognize mm-hmm. each other. Um, yeah. What about what no? Are your I thoughts? think you said it perfectly. Like they originally are helping each other. Like she's trying to make him more romantic. He's trying to make her a little bit more practical. Like, Oh, maybe you shouldn't jump into this relationship. Right. And then right. what they're missing is like, so they're talking about how they can fix their relationships, but what they're missing in their relationships in general, which is why that, why she's not as practical and why he's not as, you know, uh, as romantic is because they're missing the spark like you said they mm-hmm. they and it's fun at the end when you see edward go in for the kiss nothing and then you see <laughs> robert go in for the kiss and she wakes up it's like the perfect explanation of what's been going on the entire movie right. which is you thought you Absolutely. were in love with someone but you didn't understand what love truly was from your perspective Correct. and now you do because you met someone who you love um so I think that's just a really, I don't know. This movie just plays it out really, really obviously, but really, really beautifully. Yeah, it's very straight, yeah. out, like straightforward, in your face. You, you can't I miss love it, it. kind of deal. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So moving forward, how do Robert's and Giselle's ideals on love change? I love how they change. I mean, just like we were just talking about, (laughs) Robert starts to open up a bit more and to understand like what, that a fairy tale romance isn't so far off. And Giselle Mm -hmm. starts to realize that she should actually care about the things that are in the brain of the person that she is dating. (laughs) Um, And it's awesome to see like this divorce lawyer and this fairy tale character get together it's like you would never expect it but you see their ideals start to change and it's it's not change in a way that's like they're changing who they are it's more like they right. it's not like little mermaid yes status. they're helping exactly oh my gosh but they're they're helping <laughs> each other to understand things about themselves that they never understood before so they're only changing insofar as they're understanding what they need in a loving relationship more and more and more as they work with Mm -hmm. and meet each other um which i think is super exciting what about you Devin? so i kind of hinted at this earlier but essentially robert has to teach giselle that no relationship and love in general is ever perfect um it's messy and it's not easy like finding your prince charming and living happily ever after and then giselle teaches robert not to take the one you love for granted and that he must show her that he loves her um like i said he's not naturally a showy person so she helps him open and express himself more to dance and laugh and enjoy life again um like when he when he first sees her trying to like play pretend with morgan he gets offended and he's like no you you stop this like stop trying to um influence my daughter in this way and and then it isn't until the end where he like literally is dancing and spinning around the the apartment with them um together in in unison so i love that growth and change in both of them me too um so next question (laughs) 
For what reasons in their relationship do Nancy and Robert and Giselle and Edward arrive at the ball? Nancy and Robert need to attend the ball so that Robert can prove that he can be romantic and express himself. Whereas Giselle and Edward attend because they need to get to know each other on a deeper level before pursuing marriage. I mean, it's kind of a no brainer that you have to understand the person you're going to get married to. Just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Little do they know that the first dance has them dancing with someone they did not escort to the ball. And that is where we get that heart pumping ballroom spectacle. That is Robert and Giselle's dance. Um, Both couples arrive at the ball for their own reasons, but fall for the other person, which I think is so funny. It is very (laughs) funny. So like, it's very unique. I don't, maybe it's not unique. Maybe unique. No, I think it is. I think for the time it's very unique. And I think I I just love the idea. Like you attend the ball and you fall someone else, the opposing, the opposing person. (laughs) No. Yeah. You said it perfectly, Devin. I think the only thing I'll add is I think that it was necessary for them all to do this at a ball because um, the whole movie is these fairy tale characters in the setting of reality New York. And so they had to end oh, this is good. coming together at the pinnacle of the fairy tale like moment, mm, which is I could see where you're going. I was like, yes, yes Stephanie. You had to arrive in the fairy tale land for them all to understand like what their places were in the story, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why yeah, that's he comes smart. to it and he realizes my princess, like she's not a literal princess, but mm-hmm. like this, this is the girl that I'm meant to be with. And like, yes, life can be a fairy tale. Like we're all dressed up here. Like, yes, we can dance together and it's magical. And right. it's, it's beautiful because we've seen Amy Adams. We've seen Giselle like, running around pretty much her getting her tiara stolen in New York and eating hot dogs. And you have to see Robert in that moment of romance. You have to see him. And, and it's not that he's just forcing it like he was for Nancy. Like I'll take you to his ball because I to- I'm told to, he dances and sings mm-hmm. to her like because he wants to. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, but yeah. That's all I got on it. So good. All right. So we see many tropes from classic Disney movies come to life in this film. And we've already addressed some of them already. But True Love's Kiss has got to be the topper. Why is it important that Robert is the one who understands that a kiss will wake Giselle? Well, I th- I mean, why is it important that he understands it? I have to think about this question for a second, Devin. But I don't know if it's him that understands it first. No, I think he does actually. He understands it, and then Edward says it, says it, and like puts it into words. Um, oh, okay. True love's kiss is so important, and this moment is <laughs> so important because it is, like I said before, what I wish we all had, which was the the proof that you're meant to be with someone. Um, and I think it's just a beautiful thing that, like, so first I think it's Robert who who says, "Oh no way!" Like when he realizes oh crap I've got to kiss her because Edward's kiss doesn't work (laughs) and then Edward says kiss her and then Nancy's like just do it already like just do it already you know it's gonna happen understanding (laughs) together and I think it's a beautiful thing because you don't often get that like I kind of expected Nancy to like run out and be mad or something like that but who is played by Idina Menzel by the way which 
awesome. I so love Idina Menzel. I saw Wicked with her in it. We should do Wicked at some point. Ooh. But going back to what yes, we're talking yes, about. Yes. Um, yes, I yes, think yes. that it's particularly important that Robert figures this out because... Well, obviously, if he didn't, she would be dead. But at that point, like, because I think True. I think she had already realized that she was in love with him. He, as the practical person, needed to be the one to kiss her and see, oh, yeah, my feelings are are proven. Yeah. Are do you real. know what I are mean? Proven. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. Because he's so. Yep. So he kisses her sense. and she wakes up and he's like, well, <laughs> OK. Um, see, I. Go ahead. See, I saw it as like, because. I mean, honestly, a kiss is the biggest public display of mm -hmm. affection possible. And oh, Robert needs, needs that to push. trust. Yeah. yeah, he needs to trust in the power of love mm -hmm. again. So Robert needs to trust love and give into having faith. And this is his leap. This is his, this is his leap for him, yeah. right? Like, he, he, I'm just going to. All right. I mean, it didn't work for him. So I'm just going to plant one Go on ahead, him. Robert. <laughs> Um, so he needs this like push. So I see your practicality aspect of it too, but I also think that he needs that um, that trust and like I know this is going. to I work agree. I, I didn't even. But so he does take the risk, and because he takes mm -hmm. the risk, he's given solid. He yeah. Well, dive. so it, that's great. That's awesome. I love that. But you know what time it is, Devin? What time is it's it? It's Dewey Ship It time. Tell me. Oh yeah. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Of course. Of course we do. I do. Oh, Devin, for a second, I thought you were, like, waiting. And I was like, oh. oh no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think, I think they're great together. I think that um, the actors are perfect for the roles that they're in, first of mm -hmm. all. But second of all. Patrick Dempsey oh, and Amy yes, Adams. Yes. McDreamy, so you know. But, McDreamy. So, <laughs> so um what's what's her name oh giselle and robert just like balance each other out perfectly it's just such a fun movie to watch and i just love the ending i think it's so so class not classic it's unique in that it still holds to some of these classic principles and twists them up i love it i think it's great but correct yeah and i like that it shows the power of love and how it can change yep. somebody and it just change like something so small can like cause such a great greater shift in somebody's life um which was totally necessary for both of these characters or they would have gone I, I don't i don't think giselle would have been happy had she had married edward and i know for a fact that um robert might not have even had the audacity to propose to nancy like he wouldn't have had that push um so I think they both wouldn't have been happy if they had not have met mm -hmm. each other on that night, which I think is just fantastic to think about and really cool to see like how love is so powerful. Indeed. Indeed. Well, there you go. Yep. Our thoughts on Enchanted. Now, what do you all think? Let's hear from a guest commenter, shall we? This first comment is from Beverly. Hey. Thanks for reaching out, Beverly. She says... Enchanted is one of my favorite stories. One of my one of Disney's best, in my opinion. Sad it isn't on Disney's on Disney Plus. This is so I know. true. Should be. When we were trying to like do some research, we were like, "How are we going to watch this?" Because it's not on Disney Plus. And I actually hold on. Let me finish this comment, and then I'll I'll go back yes, into yes. what I was going to go off on the, yes. my tangent. Um, but never mind that. When it comes to Robert and Giselle, I love their story too. They perfectly bring each other down from their own extreme. Ooh, good point. 
Robert brings Giselle to reality and encourages her to spend time getting to know herself. Giselle brings joy to Robert and his family. It's a beautiful connection they share. I can't stand Prince Edward and Nancy, though. <laughs> a cute addition to the story, but they don't belong together. <laughs> I don't think she's really a romantic. Ooh, interesting. interesting indeed. Thank you, Beverly. Now, Devin, did you have a comment you wanted to share? Yeah, so a quick little side tangent. Um, I realized why, uh, well, in my research, I found out why um, Giselle isn't like a Disney princess in disney world or disneyland Mm. and it's because they would have to pay um, royalties to amy adams for having to have the character look like her but why don't they have to do that with other couldn't they do it looking like because they already own they already own like the character of belle and mulan they don't own giselle they own giselle but they don't own the the way like Amy Adams looks, if that makes sense. Like they'd have to pay her royalties that because stinks, the character dude. would have to look that like stinks. her. Right? Like, so she's missing out on this and we don't get Giselle in a uh, theme park. Lame. Unfortunately. That's lame and I'm sad and we'll talk more about this, I'm sure, Devin. But now we have a second comment because people just love yeah. this movie. Um, I think that's a really good point about Nancy too, Beverly. Thank you for sharing. So on to our second comment. This comment is from Sarah. Thank you for reaching out, Sarah. Sarah says, I'm not sure I dig Robert and Giselle. Honestly, he Mm. was kind of rude to her in the beginning, and they come from completely different worlds. I think that they get a bit strung up in one another because they're so different, but I'm not sure that spark will last. I'd like to see where they will be in a year. Okay, Sarah. (laughs) We definitely appreciate a dissenting opinion. Opinion. For sure. We don't get too many of them. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Like, uh, it's definitely good to think outside the box. And you do bring up some good point in in the idea that, like, they are from two So how do they make that work? And why does she end up living in New York and not him in Andalusia? But Mm. either way, move along. Here we go. Awesome. Thank you both so much for sending in your comments. We love to hear from people. So if you're ever interested in joining for an episode or sending in a comment, please find us on social media or reach out over our email at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And before we forget, let's announce our next episode. Let's Devin, do it. What are we talking about next week? Next week, we are stealing the declaration of independence (laughs) we'll be diving into ben gates and abigail chase from national treasure join us i cannot wait we're not literally going to steal it guys don't yeah don't don't, like like, tell don't don't, report us to the fbi or whatever there's no nick cage (laughs) in this room but Anyway, as always, if you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review. We would love to hear from you guys. And we love you. Thanks for following us and for joining us today. And go find your true love's kiss. Have a good one. Do it, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.